0: Hey y'all, I'm Erin Bagwell.
1: And I'm Diana Matthews. Welcome to Feminist Wednesday's Beaver Talk, the podcast where we give Hollywood unsolicited advice about feminism. In our world, a wine country and book club has a crossover in the works. We're groupies for Princess. And Tina Fey is the highest rated Airbnb host. Join us as we deep dive into all the things that fire us up about film and television. The glorious, the misogynistic, and the groundbreaking. This is Beaver Talk. Beaver. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Diana. I feel like we should... Good morning, Kent. Oh, wow.
1: We're looping in everybody on this. I feel like we should have like bottomless rosé or a huge bottle of white wine or something for this episode. I do. You do.
0: Is that not... <laughs> is that not... That's not I'll share water? with you. I'll pour some out for my friends. For the homies? Yeah. I was going to say that. And I was like, I'm too white to get away with. Whereas me, I can say it. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um... How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I feel loopy and crazy because we kind of got into some big truth talks before this episode. We always do.
0: Yeah. Just deciding. It's always his... an episode within an episode.
1: I know. We're we around. never talk about what we're here to talk about. If we get to it like 20 minutes in, which must be frustrating for people.
0: You they know, they're on the <laughs> ride
1: or they're not. What can we do? <laughs> they must just hit that like 20 seconds ahead button. Like
0: <laughs> zing, zing, zing. She's still talking about Kim Kardashian. Zing, zing, zing. She's still talking. That's my about... button noise.
1: Is that what you do? Did you get
0: it? I got it. Zing, zing.
1: (laughs) Well, I also can see the action, though, so I think that helps. The audience can't. I know. you got to visualize it.
0: How are you? Oh, my God. Why are you feeling loopy? Well, because we were like... How many cups of coffee have you
1: had? I've had one. That's it? Don't even come at me about that. That's it? Yeah, that's it. But it's iced coffee. Do you think there's more caffeine in iced coffee? Kent says yes. Kent is aggressively nodding. Yeah. I feel like people can't handle... The people I know who drink hot coffee black have to, like, milk their iced coffee because it, like, makes them crazy. Okay. And I will say.
0: do you? But you drink iced coffee black. I do. Because I hate milk coffee. Yeah, so.
1: But I will say, I think that I drink more iced coffee than water in the summer months, and I think that's a problem. So I'm trying to be better about that. I
0: see, I see. That's (laughs) That's
1: just <laughs> well, some can unsolicited have some, You can have some wine
0: with me. Okay. While we uh, get into this episode of Wine Country. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so excited for what you have to say about this movie. Are you?
0: Yeah. Well, Beaver Talk super fans will know that I watched the movie on our Instagram like a week or two ago. Yep. Um, and I have to apologize because I didn't know really what I was doing yet. And I recently did RuPaul's Drag Race, which people can really deep dive into. Oh, man. You got into
1: it. I think there were like 50 slides on that Instagram story. Yeah, and
0: it's saved, so people can go back and... Did you highlight it? Oh, yeah, I did, baby. Oh, yes. So people can go back, but the wine country one was a little shaky. Why? I mean, this movie's a
1: little shaky, so that probably is a
0: factor. You know, let's blame that on why my Instagram story wasn't that great. Did you drink wine while you watched it? Oh, yeah, I did. I didn't. Well, that seems like a, the, your first mistake here. I also
1: fell asleep halfway through. So I feel like that was also a factor in
0: me not. Feeling. Why weren't you drinking wine? You know, that's a great question. I mean, not to say you have to, but, you know, I wanted to feel like I was on my own little vacation as well. Yeah. No, I absolutely I had have two been. glasses, I think. Wow. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie's a weird one. So Amy Poehler decides to celebrate her friend, who is Rachel Dratch's 50th birthday, with a weekend getaway over Rachel Dratch's um, protests that she wants a low-key celebration. Abby, Rebecca, and their four friends, whom they've known since they were young waitresses, decide to spend the weekend together in Napa.
1: And then I took a Napa. <laughs> okay, Carrie Bradshaw. I know. I had to do it. I had to do it. That's my second Sex in the City reference this morning. The other one was off. Mike, so maybe it doesn't count it doesn't um high level thoughts what did we think it's a fun one I'm not even sure it's meant to be taken all that seriously in fact I don't think it's meant to be taken seriously there was nothing in this movie that was like oh my god it's like bridesmaids or it's like you know other great
0: gal group comedies I had a lot of fun watching the movie okay I thought it was fun. I think you're right. I think there's a lightness to the subject. We're on a girls' trip. You want to have some laughs. You're seeing your old friends, Tina and Amy and Rachel and my. I mean, it's a great cast. We have some new faces, which I thought were delightful. Um, Jason Schwartzman, who is my husband. It was. He is not your husband. He is my on-screen husband, and <laughs> it was really fun. And it was really fun. And it was really fun. However, I will say upon trying to do some research for like, you know, what it was Amy's motivation for, you know, doing this film and blah, 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 you know, trying to just get a little bit of like an insight here. She talked about how female friendships are this everlasting well of story. And I said, well, that's a movie I want to see. And I didn't feel like that was this movie.
1: But this trip actually happened, which is, I think, really funny that they, like, all went to celebrate, like, all six members of SNL went to celebrate their friend's birthday in Sonoma. Mm-hmm. And then Amy Poehler was like, we should make this an actual movie. And she basically just, like, one-to-one did with everything that happened on that trip happened in this movie. And, like, I love that she just kind of took inspiration from her own life. A little bit of Leslie Nope is in there. Like, it's just kind of, it's just
0: so Amy. It was also her directorial debut. Yeah. Which is very exciting. I feel like you're (laughs) so nervous about saying anything. To be I guess I guess I feel a little bit like this was a good movie that could have been a great movie, Mm. had it just been a little bit tighter and had we had a little bit more story and a little bit more nuance. And I thought that there were brilliant moments and like, I loved like the tarot card reader and there, there are these instances and these movements that definitely happen. Um, But I just wish we went a little bit further What are what were your initial thoughts of this that you fell asleep
1: watching? Oh my god! Well, I loved Maya Rudolph because I think I just love watching her on screen, and I think this movie really shows her improv skills Mm -hmm. in a way that we haven't seen from her in a really long time. Yeah. I also think that she's doing really interesting things in her career, where it's like she was in Forever with Frank Armisen or Fred Armisen, and then she's like doing this movie. And I think did you like that series? Yeah, I loved it.
0: That was kooky.
1: I really loved Forever.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but I think Maya Rudolph, I wanted like so much more of Maya. And I think my overarching criticism of this film, if you can even use the word criticism, because I feel like it's a fun summer movie that really should not be taken very seriously. Yeah. But I wanted less women. I Mm. wanted it to be a tighter girl group, like Mm. four or even three or kind of like, I feel like six is like too many places for the energy to go. And I wanted it to kind of be this hothouse situation where it's like four or like a tighter group of women that has to all get along on this trip. And I felt like the stakes never really like raised. They never really got anywhere. Rachel Dratch is like avoiding her like dysfunctional marriage, but she's a therapist. But that never really comes to fruition. And I just feel like they had all these like great kind of, you know, every group has the like super organized a type personality that's like portrayed by Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. Every girl group has that person who doesn't ever want to venture outside of their comfort zone. Every person has the person who like can't stop working and is like an entrepreneur and like hustle harder and like attached to their phone. Like I liked that she kept those kind of characters in. I did too. Yeah. But there were way, I feel like six was just way too many. Yeah.
0: Cause you, there were some scenes where like people would have like, you know, conversation two on two. And it allowed people to slip through the cracks.
1: Yeah. And like, I love the scene in the hot tub where Maya Rudolph is like talking about how much she loves Prince. And that is like a whole thing unto itself. But then that doesn't really go anywhere. Like, I just felt like we had all these really nice moments. But overall, it's like the movie could have been way tighter.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I felt like as I don't know, I felt like Thinking about Amy directing this and having so much control, it kind of makes me bummed. Like I feel like we, like it, just almost was like an anchor man. You know what I mean? Like this could be like an anchor film of like a girl's story and a girl's trip. I mean, we're not going to get more iconic comedians than this in our lifetime to do a to do a film like this. And so it could have really been something. And it was so fun, and I laughed, and I had a great time. But it it this there wasn't a lot of story. And yeah. I think you're right. I think, you know, we got to see all these kind of nuances of how people express themselves on vacation, which I thought was really interesting. Um, but there wasn't enough, like like you said, that there weren't any obstacles. The stakes weren't that high. It all felt a little bit like after-school special slash like a daytime TV show. Yeah, it felt like you were meant to drink like half
1: a bottle of wine and like just sit back and, and relax trying- and enjoy. Yeah. Which is fine. And I think I'm like so reluctant to even criticize it deeply because it's like, I know what this is meant to be, but I agree with you that like this could have with the amount of comedic talent in this film. Mm-hmm. And with Amy, as you said, directing at the helm and Tina Fey, like popping in, it was like, they all, you have like the funniest women on the planet in this film. And it's like, they all kind of canceled each other out.
0: Yeah. The funniest people on the planet. I mean, I, I, it's this like cast was, it couldn't have been better. Right. And
1: the, the, di- I feel like it's like a missed opportunity in many ways, and I, I I don't think you know I don't think it's like oh you fucked up wine country you don't get to make
0: movies anymore but no uh, we'd like to see fifteen more of the I the mean hundred percent I was expecting like a bridesmaids
1: level of like movie where it's like very tight very much has like a thesis a through line of what it wants to say but is fucking hilarious and I feel like this movie was like we just want to make a you know funny movie about women drinking wine in may Nava.
0: I make a statement. Please. I feel like Netflix is drunk with power, and I feel like they're just like you want to do. There's just, I mean, I scroll through my queue, and I am like, I don't know where I am anymore. I don't know what any of these what any of these movies are. Yeah, what, like I feel so in over my head with how much stuff there is out there, and I think it's like you want a show, you want a show. David Letterman's got a show. like, let's give everybody a show and yeah. make everybody a movie. And it's a bit overwhelming and I kind of feel like, you know, if anybody's making a movie, it should be Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. But I do wish there was, there is this feeling of Netflix of like, we're just going to let you guys produce and do whatever you want and we'll stream it. And I, it almost need needed another hand to be like, let's push this over the edge. Totally. I think that there's
1: such a, a drunk with power is like a great way to say it. I was talking about this with the Americas. We were talking about all the stuff that's on Netflix. As but we Amy like,
0: Poehler, ha- sorry to interrupt you. Amy Polar has a fabulous production company that produced Russian dolls.
1: And Paper Kite. Like they did. Yeah. They did Wine Country.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's there. But I, I don't know where we had the the miss. I think
1: because wine country is meant to fill this space of being an easy watch. That's what they went for. It's summer. I think they just wanted. I think they maybe they like asked her like Netflix, like approached her to make it like kind of like a super palatable, just like fun comedy. It's Mm -hmm. pretty much pre-sold given the cast and like who's behind it. Right. Um, But I think what I find really frustrating about Netflix is they don't promote anything Mm. and they don't give anything a voice. They don't brand anything. They don't.
0: It's they, almost like they're the brand. They throw their label on it and they're like, you guys figure it out. I mean, they put
1: a bunch of Instagram posts up the week before something is released. And then once it's released, it's just crickets. Like, you never hear about it again. And as a filmmaker and as a creative, that must be so frustrating to just know that you're on this, like, super popular Godzilla of a platform.
0: But... There's no also, kind of support for anybody. But I wonder, too, if as a creator that's so refreshing because you don't have to do that press circuit and you don't have to do that whole junket kitten caboodle where you're going to, you know what I mean? But then if nobody watches it, they take you off,
1: which is not going to be the risk for somebody like Amy Poehler. But like, I just don't understand why they don't promote anything and why they don't kind of create more of a world for the content that's on their
0: platform. You know what they need? They need some curators like you and I To like sashay and be like, okay, these are your choices for feminist content this month. And this is what you need to look out for. And these are things that it would be interesting. Because I think when you see the sea of new things, it's like, what do you do? Where do you go?
1: Well, they have that account called Strong Black Lead, which champions minority. uh, Just as it says, it's it's productions that are minority led and minority storytelling and you know, that's a huge platform that they started promoting, I think, in February, if not earlier, um, yes. which is great. And it's a really it's a really uh, effective way of kind of directing attention to more topical interest based content on a super overwhelming platform. Mm-hmm. But I agree. I think they need one for feminism. I think they need one for documentaries. I think they need one for all of the different topics that people can get into because it's like. It's all—it's t- all like comedy specials and kids television, and I'm like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, so much stuff. Yeah, but I think—I don't know—I think Wine Country. It's like I wanted to love it. It's all the people I really like, and I feel like they all just kind of fizzled out.
0: I thought it started really strong.
1: It started really strong. It started
0: really strong, and then towards the middle, I also—I have to say—I didn't believe amy Poehler's character really i didn't know be- and which is funny because in the interview i read about her she did say that she was the type a planner i believe it but I, if there was something like slight i don't know there's the way i don't know if it wasn't like naturally enough or we were getting it wasn't leslie nope enough or mm. i don't know i just felt like or not neurotic enough or she still looks like Amy Poehler. So they could have did maybe something more visual with perhaps her look or cutting her hair, like having her hair shorter or yeah. I just felt like we were watching Amy Poehler and she was acting a bit neurotic and yeah. I didn't really feel like I believed her as a character. Whereas Tina Fey, <laughs> who I who was my favorite in the movie and who I'm deeply obsessed with and whatever this wilderness woman role is, this widow, uh, this Arabine beho, she's like, traversing her like landscape and ju- there was such a kookiness yeah that I was like oh I love Tina Faye and I want her to be in all the shows more
1: she's one of those people on screen that I never get tired of watching and when yeah. she's on screen I I just she's so magnetic and I don't stop watching her mm-hmm. and she came on this movie like when her scene started. I was just like, "Oh my god!" I wish like, she was the
0: main character too. I kind of feel like she, she was, was supposed to be. She okay. was supposed to be,
1: but her schedule was so crazy, all right. and she couldn't be a part of this it in like a meaningful way. Okay, um, Fair or enough. in a bigger
0: way. That's what I figured. And so because Amy how was could like, she not? Can you "Just play the Airbnb host," and she's like, hundred <laughs> percent." Oh my god! It was that was really something to see. Yeah, I mean, the movie's <laughs> worth watching to see Tina they do this character.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so good. Um I wanted like more cameos. Maybe that's just a
0: spoiled brat perspective. I agree. I would have loved to see like who are our like wine docents? Like who's doing this? They should have had somebody else drive the Jason Schwartzman doesn't need to be driving the bus. They should have had somebody else. Like give us give us a, like a little bit of a just a little. i i felt like that was a miss too yeah i
1: wanted like will ferrell to be one of the like the wine tasting guys 100 i think it would have been so funny yeah it just would have been so funny Throw i keep saying this in. how do i how long do i keep saying like how funny it could have been when you look at like the comedy power behind this movie
0: well what the i what s- happened here i will say i feel like there were moments where they really landed in and it and it hit, like, I think the tarot card reader. And she was a fun yeah, cameo. Yeah, Terry Jones, I love her. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, that hit. I think the scene where they go to that woman's art show, that young comedian, yeah. Jade, she was phenomenal. And then the art show about the nanny, I mean, that was amazing. Um, there were some moments that really, like, needed no help. Yeah. But it was, But there was the bigger story of these women, who I guess the plot is that they've, they think they're best friends. They're going on this trip. But they're not as close as they think they are. They all have some secrets that they're not sharing.
1: and but then those they end secrets up sh- never really come to the forefront. Like, and then that's they end up sharing
0: thing. and then it's fine.
1: Yeah. They the share like of this kind movie? of. But then it's like also that's not the focus of the movie. Like it's just really weird.
0: Well, you know what? Is-
1: you never get the Kristen Wiig punching the cookie at the bridal shower. And I feel like. That moment is like a metaphor for raising the stakes in a comedy to a level where you get this hilarious comedic moment. But also it's like heartbreaking and real. And it's so it shows the chops of like the actors on screen. And I feel like I was looking for that moment in Wine Country.
0: Well, I think the problem is we're supposed to believe that Amy Poehler's neurotic planning has spiraled out of control and like the big uh crescendo of their arguments is that she's mad that they're not following an itinerary and it's kind of like who cares yeah there's no emotional stakes to that i mean sure if you did all that work your itineraries were beautiful like amazing you know but i I don't feel emotionally connected to your itinerary (laughs) you know what i mean yeah Totally. I could also see like if it was more embedded in like the way that their relationships connect to each other like maybe they all had families and like she didn't and she was feeling like like there needed to be something else outside of that. It's like it's not about that itineraries mm-hmm. or as James Kennedy says never about the pasta. Mm-hmm. Like what is this really about? Yeah. I don't think we ever got to that.
1: Yeah. I completely agree. I will say there was something funny that Amy Poehler talked about where That was her, like, her real CPAP machine that she used. And she's like, you know, the way Bradley Cooper had his dog in A Star is Born. Same (laughs) thing. Same thing. Um, Can we talk about Brene Brown's cameo?
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Oh, hey, Brene. Oh, my God. Hysterical. That was a great cameo. Great cameo. Oh, my God. That whole scene where they're talking to the waitress and she's like, do you know who came in here last week? And they're all trying to guess. They're like, Madonna? and Like, all these people. And she's like, future. And they're all just blank. And they're yeah. like, is that the end of the sentence? <laughs> <laughs> um, Brené Brown's cameo was phenomenal. But that that's was what great. makes a
0: movie like this feel so full is like, I, I love cameos. And I love it's like, like, if you're not going to give us a plot, then give us cheap thrills. Exactly. And we need them a- coming. And they should just keep coming. And there should be, you know, like Maya's lip syncing and like yes. the singing, like keep them um, coming. Yeah. Ugh. yeah, it was, it was Okay.
1: I haven't recommended it to anyone, but I've had a few friends reach out and tell me they watched it. And nobody really has a lot to say.
0: I know my my gal's on my mom thread just said yeah it was you know I watched it yeah fun fuck though it's like look at the cast I know we all should have been dying I know I feel I, I feel like shaken to my core that I would even talk ill of these women oh I'm not and ta- we are all in, with love right I mean with the biggest well that's maybe one of. I guess, how would we, any note, I mean, can you give notes to Puller? I'm dying. We can't. Can my, we? Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, my thing about this is like, you have all, you have all done better work. You all know you're capable of better work. This was like a fun one that I think they just wanted to make. Sure. I don't think they need our notes. I think they know exactly what they want to do.
0: Right. And,
1: oh my God, Kristen Wiig should have had a cameo. Like, I was just like, where are the people? Yeah. But I will say, I want them all to keep making things. I want Amy Puller to keep directing her friends, because I think there's such... A, that came through loud and clear is like, just the sincerity of, like, everybody on this movie. I don't movie. think Maya
0: Rudolph ever looked more comfortable on camera. Totally. I've never... Like, it almost was like her shoulders mm-hmm. were at ease, and she just breezed through this movie like a fresh breeze. Yeah. Yeah. She... Oh. Up my off. They're great. They're. I mean, all of them were great. Rachel Dratch was amazing. What was going on with her and the husband, and why didn't we ever really talk about that? The scene where she was like, "The raccoons <laughs> came to me in the night."
1: <laughs> you just see the little handprints on the window,
0: <laughs> or when the uh, one workaholic comes back into the waitress birthday party whatever and yeah. rachel's chair is turned and she can't see what's going on and every so often they just pan to her still not sure what's going on i mean there were great moments there
1: really were yeah there were i mean i think it's like we just i need more i need more 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 mm-hmm. maybe let's not work with netflix anymore and let's get on an amazon or let's get on like a more artist specific platform i feel i feel like that is what is needed netflix is just in a weird place
0: I would almost like to see I know that we kind of mentioned this at the top but like a Nancy might like doing some kind of weird collaboration with kind of an established format because I feel like what needs to happen is they need to take like a story that's already like locked, locked and loaded and then they need to fuck it up and mm. they need to improv on it and like it need, then it needs to grow do you know what I mean I feel like the story of And I don't know this to be true because I'm not a comedy writer, but I wonder if when you're writing for comedy and you're writing for these moments that are funny, then the macro doesn't feel as strong. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that can happen. I mean, I don't know. I know all of these women have done better work, so I'm like, give me
0: more of that, please. (sighs) More Tina Fey. More Tina Fey, more Maya. What do you think of Jason Schwartzman in this as our male? uh... It's great. We could have had more beefcake in this movie too. You wanted some beefcake? Why not? Wow. Why not? You know who I really wanted? Yeah.
1: Paul Red. Yeah. I really wanted a Paul Red show. Drop us up. in. Give us oh some cameo. Or like a big cameo, like like have like George Clooney show up at like a wine tasting or Yes. Like, because him and Amy Poehler are like friends, so I feel like it'd be so funny. Give it to us people. Yeah. What, I the, needed
0: I needed more. I mean, Jason Schwartzman, my on screen husband, was great. He always is fun he plays the same character every time he's a delight he's fine the paella will be done in five hours (laughs) but you know I kind of got sick of seeing him after a while it's like he's not adding to the scene and in fact in one of them Amy Poehler was like can you just stop talking yeah it's like yeah this is not about you
1: I know and the whole thing of like him coming with the house I feel like was like Missed opportunity of like being a bigger joke. I don't know. It all kind of like fell flat with him, but it didn't bother me. Like I was just
0: kind of on it. I thought it. he was so fun in the beginning and then I never wanted to see him again. Yeah. And then
1: he kept showing up. Right.
0: Right. Totally. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I'd like to know who you are when you go on trips. I feel like I'm probably. Oh, that's a great question.
1: I'm probably Rachel Dretch. The not wanting to
0: go on the trips person? No,
1: the person who like doesn't want it to be about them, like mm. doesn't want to take up any space, like just takes mm-hmm. a back seat to like whatever's happening and, and like whatever you guys decide is fine.
0: Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I'm that
1: person on trips. Yeah. I'm really like I shut my brain off and I'm just like go with the flow. Yeah. Which in my real life, I am the opposite of go with the flow. I
0: am the least easygoing person in the world. So yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm that person. Same. I don't want to lift a finger. I don't want to plan a thing. I don't want to look up a restaurant. Yeah. But then what happens is my husband is kind of the same. Mm. And then we never end up doing anything or seeing anything like, and then we'll go home and like Google stuff and be like, wow, we really, we missed the Taj Mahal. <laughs> How do we do this? So yeah. him and I both know we have to do a little bit of beforehand because we yes. won't do it on the trip. Umair
1: is Amy Poehler. So Ooh. I lucked out there. Oh, it's great. I lucked out. Yeah. He's very like, what are we doing? I've booked us this reservation. I've like, we're going <sighs> to go see, sightseeing at this thing that is obscure. We'll that just go on vacation of.
0: with you guys. Right. And American plan the whole thing. Perfect. And we'll make a movie about it. And Amy will direct. They should have just made a documentary, honestly, about the real thing. Oh, my
1: God. Can you imagine? It'd be so funny. That'd be really if cool. If you made it like documentary style, that would be fucking
0: hilarious. Oh, well, I was just thinking they could have just actually made a documentary about the actual party. But yes, that would have been a fun angle to take of them like really going on vacation together, documenting it for whatever. Yeah, I think that would have been really funny.
1: That's my my note.
0: A mockumentary is always I've always wanted to direct a mockumentary. A wine country mockumentary. I had a really good idea for one once and I can't think about what it is. Something about Groundhog's Day and murdering the (laughs) 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 dog. Why are we murdering the groundhog? As my brother,
1: <laughs> what is happening?
0: It's like a long-standing joke between him and I, or maybe it's just his joke that I've adapted. But he, basically, that he wants to murder the groundhog, and that he can never get close enough to it, or I can't. I don't remember why or how. Or <laughs> yeah, Puck, what's his name? Puxitani. Phil, well, Yeah. Well, Bill De
1: Blasio dropped him, so. <laughs> Oh, my God. We're getting our rodents mixed up. <laughs> dropped him. Yeah, you like dropped him, didn't he? Oh, yeah. I don't know why drama. my brother has a vendetta. I'll have to look into it. But That's anyway, worrisome. I had an inside joke with one of my brothers about a weasel. Maybe
0: it's <laughs> Care a little share.
1: <laughs> you know, I don't remember Fabio the weasel. And I don't remember the ins and outs of it, but there was like a secret meeting where he used to steal peanut butter from masses and the weasel did or your brother? Yeah. Nope. Okay. The weasel. And I don't know. It was in our 10 year old brains made total sense. Yeah. He'd steal peanut butter was the in and out, the in and out of it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fabio, the weasel. Maybe he could make a cameo in the groundhog movie. Great. <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> just reminded me of murder she wrote. Oh God. Anyway. What uh, are you excited
1: for? There's a lot coming up.
0: You know, Ali Wong is in a new romantic comedy on Netflix. Yeah, they're promoting this. Speak, the speak shit of the of it. Speak of the Devils, um, which I'd like to see. Yeah, I mean I also The branding
1: want, is the exact same as Crazy Rich Asians, which is like kind of weird to me.
0: I'm okay with that. And also I watched her thing with Tiffany Haddish, the cartoon that she did. Yeah. Not loving it. That it was kind of. I get what they were going for. It's like a little bit. Um, not Cartoon Network. Adult Adult swim. swim. It's like a little bit like you have to be high to think it's fun. Yeah, and I wasn't when I watched it. That was your first mistake. Yeah. Now we have
1: to abuse substances in order to watch Netflix. It's becoming apparent.
0: I guess so. Uh, Glow's coming back. Glow's coming back. August 9th. Handmaid's Tale's coming back.
1: Um, my God, Big Little Lies too, Right. Fuck, there's so much happening. Fleabag. Love Fleabag. Can't wait to talk about Fleabag.
0: It'll be great when I finish it.
1: Can you please finish it so we can get that ball rolling? Yeah,
0: I'm working on it. I feel
1: like I'm on slow motion today. Is it the sunshine? Is it the wine? I don't know. I feel like I'm like talking very slowly. Am I? (laughs) Are you high
0: right now? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love Ali Wong and Tiffany Haddish's show. Oh. Kent had a real, a real thought here, gang. Sequel. Just lit up like a Christmas tree.
1: Sequel, yeah. The gals get back together, yeah. do all the stuff, but instead of wine country, it's weed country, and they go to like a grow place. Oh, we're all. Ding, for ding, it. ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that needs to happen.
0: A that dispensary in Colorado, Colorado so, or like that, yeah. Colorado. I'd love that. <sighs> Oh my God, think of how all the fun you could have Jason Manzucas being like a wine guy or a weed guy. I Maybe mean, we could cast <laughs> we this whole get Seth Rogen. Oh my God. We don't need Seth Rogen with love. You don't like Seth Rogen? Paul Shear. You know, I don't. Paul Shear? I love Paul Shear. Oh man. I will come for you. Not if you, aligned. Not aligned? Uh oh. I'm bored with Seth Rogen.
1: What's wrong with Seth Rogen? Did you see all the posts about him being hot for GQ? And everyone was like, he's so hot.
0: Like, what is happening? No, he's not. With all the love. Maybe he is. But like the obsession with it was insane. You know why? It's because I don't like Knocked Up. I hate Knocked Up. I always get into a fight with my husband about this movie.
1: Me too. I get into a fight every day with him about Knocked Up.
0: So then I'm like, I associate Seth Rogen with Knocked Up. And I know that he's a great guy. And he was amazing in the comeback. But do you like Paul Rudd? Paul Redd was in Knocked Up. I think Paul Redd is a little bit of a fuckboy. No, I think Paul Redd's
1: great. He's everyone's best friend. Is he, though? I don't know. That's my projection. I'm
0: sticking to it. I mean, I'm sure he's a great guy. Wow, we just
1: got real bitchy on this podcast.
0: No, I'm so sorry. Diving
1: into the gossip.
0: gossip I'm trying to think of a comedy man that I love. Paul Scheer. Oh, my god. And Jason Schwartzman.
1: I don't even think of Jason Schwartzman as comedy. Ah! He's like a sarcastic. He's Wes Anderson.
0: Yes. Isn't that the same thing? He's Wes a different Anderson. brand That's of comedy. Articulate. You know, but I know what you're saying.
1: He's not like a laugh out loud, like SNL comedian.
0: I think he's quite funny. Okay. All right.
1: All right. He's like an Alec Baldwin.
0: Oh,
1: you just said a mouthful there, sister.
0: You know, Is, is like Alec a Baldwin great. Funny? He's like a great actor who is like a comedian. He's not a comedic actor.
1: Alec Baldwin is so great on Will and Grace. Yes. He's so
0: good on that. But he's not like, you don't think of like SNL type comedy when you think of Alec Baldwin, but he can deliver, baby. I mean, he's on SNL every week. That's true. I don't know what we're saying anymore.
1: We're spiraling. Um, It's going to be a big summer. We have a lot of episodes coming up. We have a lot of things that we need to be watching. And if you
0: want to watch it with us, you can go on Instagram.
1: Yeah. Follow us at Beaver Talk. Nice and simple. And message us with what you're watching. If you watched Wine Country.
0: Yeah, tell do us Do you your have thoughts. thoughts about it? Yeah, let us know what you think. Who was your favorite? Who are you when you go on holiday? Yeah, we'd love we'd love to know it all. And thanks so much to Kent
1: for spending every Feminist Wednesday with us. Yeah, happy Feminist Wednesday, gang. Happy Feminist Wednesday. Dog. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production.